What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Namaste Podcast, a podcast dedicated to uplifting the soul and creating positive, goal-oriented talk. So today on the podcast, I'm so stoked. I have one of my longtime friends, Tabitha Carew, in the house. Hey, girl. Hello. <laughs> I'm really hyper today. Um, today I've had an abnormal day. And so if uh, this podcast is really like a lot of hyper crazy energy, that's why. I'll take it. <laughs> and I also just had a fun dip and I mm, I decided to get I'm to have the one herself. Yes. They're so delicious, aren't they? I'm very excited. Memories. Okay, guys. Well, um, so Tabitha, say hello. <laughs> hello. Hello. Hi. So, uh, longtime friend, like I said, we met in high school, and I was trying to remember how we met, and I can't remember. Do you remember? It's like, do you remember the first time uh, you saw me? Oh my god, <laughs> our eyes just locked. We just locked. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I think maybe grade nine ish. Yeah, but probably grade ten. Yeah, I think no. I think when I was in drama already, because you were okay. friends. I was friends with Catherine, like other people. In I wasn't friends with her in the first year. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> no, that that's why I was trying to remember because the first know. year I was friends with. Um, do you remember like Courtney? Well, yeah. yeah, and then um, what was her name? She had an interesting name. I'm actually so bad at remembering people's names from high school. I actually saw someone recently, and I saw their face, and I was like, oh god, like I've definitely talked to you a number of times, but it's been. 10 plus years and I don't remember your name <laughs> maybe yeah. it's because we're getting old I don't know but anyways yeah so guys I really wanted Tabitha to come on the podcast because one she's a longtime friend and you'll probably hear stories that other people wouldn't be able to tell and I, maybe stories I don't want to tell about myself but I'd prefer that she would tell <laughs> and um two because she's what I decided to call her uh an extra like a what did I say an adventure extraordinaire and it's because she travels a lot and it's really cool so first question <laughs> um how yes. many countries have you traveled to or continents or both um I think uh I think in 39 countries because I've been trying to get to 40 so I think I kept count so I'm pretty sure I'm at 39 really yeah what was your favorite country so far Ooh, okay. what has been uh country i don't know let me think let me think i like can i do cities sure i guess that's that's kind of yeah country related. i really liked i really liked istanbul in turkey i don't oh. know that was just so beautiful it was kind of majestic and yes adventurous that's and, on my list yeah cool do, do istanbul um i really liked i liked prague it was very magical feeling. Really? I liked it. A lot of people don't like it for some reason. But yeah, I, I did. Don't know. I liked it. The thing I, the reason I didn't really like Prague is because, yeah, I mean, not going to lie, it is really pretty. I also went in the winter, so like, I feel like. That might. Yeah. That might tarnish Pe it a bit. People know. said that. The people, like the Prageans. <laughs> Czechians? What, what do they call themselves? Czechs. I Czechs. <laughs> Prageans, we're gonna stick to that. <laughs> that works. Um, they said that it's much nicer in the summer, but actually, the reason I didn't like it was because the city is just so. Um, it's just it's very vibrant and clearly full of riches, and then the second you take a step out of it, it's yeah, like poverty. Mm -hmm. It's like really bad, and I didn't I didn't know that I. You know what? I when I went there, I went there for a marathon, so I didn't really know too much about the country and. Yeah, that really opened my eyes. A marathon, <laughs> just a just a measly half marathon. Oh my gosh! Okay, I forgot you did that. Yeah, isn't that random? That was so many years ago. 
and I, I don't know, it wasn't that many years ago. We're fresh yeah. and young and alive. Okay, you're right. But no, it was it was 2012. Okay. So it's 2019. Oh, yeah, you went before I did, yeah. Yeah. Seven. <laughs> Seven years ago. <laughs> Obviously, not good at math, guys. <laughs> okay, Sorry. so favorite city, um, you said Prague. You said um, uh, like Istanbul. Istanbul. Yeah. I really like back to countries. Ooh, okay. I can say Ireland I really liked as a whole as a country. It was, it's just so beautiful. And it has it a little bit of everything. The people are so nice and just kind of, I don't know. It's just got a magical feel to it everywhere you go. Yeah. We like magic. I do like magic. Yeah. Magic is good. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Tabby and I like to dab a little in magic. <laughs> Well, yeah, we're, we're magical. We're Harry Potter enthusiasts. It's not our fault. We were raised on it. Yes. <laughs> There's Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Harry Potter, like, I can't yeah, think of any others. exactly. <laughs> I read, I was going to send you this. I read this article. It's kind of interesting about how uh, women, a lot of women, especially in our generation, have this phase where everyone just thinks they're a witch. They pretend to be a witch. It's a really big thing and how it kind of represents that female strength because sometimes as little girls... Now it's getting better. You have more superheroes, but we didn't really have that. And the witches kind of, oh. was that like feminist? Empowered. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, exactly. wow. Yeah. I right. mean, that does make sense for a lot of our generation or people that I've known. But so they're, they're just talking about women in general. Like we all sort of go through that. I think they were just saying it's a pretty common thing, which I oh. think so. I definitely, I don't know if, I think I told you this. But I went through a phase where I was convinced I was a witch and I was so mad at my mom because in all the movies, you know, you you grow up, you're a witch and your mom doesn't want to tell you because she wants you to like be um, like learn to work hard and go after your goals and things. You don't want to just snap your fingers and everything will work. So I was convinced my mom was trying to teach me a lesson and wasn't going to tell me about my magic power so that I would work hard and stuff. And I was so pissed. (laughs) When did you realize (laughs) that? Well... (laughs) Your mom wasn't lying. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still I'm still in denial a little bit, but <laughs> that's but yeah. I mean, I definitely I definitely thought that too. You've never told me that before, actually. I that is amazing. It's yeah. the best story. Um, I definitely thought that too. I'm not gonna lie. Like I remember oh my god, I have the funniest story. Um yeah. in elementary school, okay, there were these girls that weren't that nice to me. And they had like their clique and they were like <sighs> hang out at recess and talk about boys and I just like didn't fit in because I was dancing and you know doing stuff and so um I I remember there was this one girl she was kind of like I don't know if she was mean but like even though like she was in grade five she kind of had like the resting bitch face (laughs) like I don't know but anyways she sat beside me I think yeah it was grade five she sat beside me and she just was yeah she just had weird vibes and I you know was very self-conscious because I didn't get along with these girls and um (laughs) I told her that I was a witch (laughs) and, and I and I was, and I remember I, for some reason I like wanted to scare her. And so I like wrote down like oh, a curse no. on my desk Nice. and I knew she was looking and so, 
It's so funny. And then I, I, when I saw her looking and I said, I said to her, this is actually a cool magical moment though. Um, so you know how the, your teacher would use to collect your tests when you would finish and sometimes you'd pass it out to the class to grade themselves. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I hated that because I would, yeah, it's embarrassing when you don't do well. It's not the best system, but. It's definitely not. Um, but that's what was happening. We had just finished a test and, uh, <laughs> and we, the teacher collected them all and then he was starting to pass them out to everybody. And I looked at her and I said, he's going to give me my own. <laughs> and he did. Oh, damn. He did. <laughs> it was cool. And she was like, yes. she, from then on, she was convinced I was a witch for sure. <laughs> Good, job. Good job. Isn't that a great magical moment? It's pretty, yeah. pretty awesome. I think I actually, you remind me, I'm pretty sure there was a girl I didn't like around then grade five and I wrote out like magic spells. And did you? maybe tried to curse what is with grade five i don't know it's not a good age (laughs) it really wasn't though actually my grade five year i was struggling maybe it's like that weird transitional between like child to teenage phase i don't know yeah yeah but anyways uh okay tell me about an adventure that you pardon we're magical (laughs) obviously (laughs) tell me about an adventure that you've been on that really sticks out in your mind whether it was I mean I know I can tell you something that sticks out in my mind from what you've done did you go to the Amazon oh yeah Yeah, Uh, so cool and you went on tons of volunteering trips can you talk about that um sure so I did I did a couple volunteer trips Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I, I can probably push the mic closer to you. Right there. Yeah. Hello. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I did a couple volunteer trips. Um, I think it was kind of my entryway, I guess, into mm. travel. It's what got me hooked, I guess. Yeah. Um, nowadays, I don't know how I feel about it. At the time, I I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm helping people. But now I feel a little bit like there's a little bit of controversy around those volunteer trips. You don't want to yeah. show up and... and I don't know, like building schools. I don't know what I'm doing. It's obviously better for someone there to do it. And, you know. That actually know what they're doing. I remember you telling me this. So I'm a little bit like, but I think the company I went with, I did do a lot of research into it at the time and they did contribute a lot. So I'm not going to feel too guilty about it because like they did have their architects and their, you know, they hired so many people. They had cooks, they wow. had the hotel people, they had uh, drivers and tour guides. So I do think that they did a really good job, even though some of it's a little like, eh, but anyway, oh. so I did, um, my first volunteer trip was to Ecuador and that's where I did, yeah, the, the Amazon. So at the end of the cool. trip, they do a little bit of like a, I guess a, a reward, like fun. You're okay. You, you did all this physical stuff and now we're going to take you on like a two day right adventure and yeah it was really fun I think I think my favorite thing was on the way there we were going through the Andes and I just remember we were in the clouds because we were so high up I was like I'm touching a cloud I'm cool yeah that was fun that is fun (laughs) I remember when you were leaving for that trip and you had to get like a million shots (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) I'm all shot it up but yeah Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. We can trademark that. Let's <laughs> not. She's all shot it up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so do you um, do you have a memory from any one of your adventures that uh, where you might have felt, like, really fearful? Did you? Like, Ooh, I mean, because yeah. you've traveled so many <laughs> times. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So many. Okay. There was one time when I went swimming with sharks in Fiji, but that... I feel I must have I don't know I 
forget if I tell you these stories. But anyway, so I did. <laughs> no, I don't know this. No. You don't? Okay. I'm a terrible friend. Um, <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I went swimming with sharks in Fiji, which you would think would be the scary part, but the mm-hmm. sharks were not scary. They were harmless. They were just little reef sharks. They're really cute, and they didn't give, like, they didn't care that we were there. They were just swimming, living their lives, and they were really just, like, nice and cute cute sharks yeah they're adorable um yeah the scary part was on the way there so we had to take this tiny little this is a long story no no we want to know um so we had to take these tiny little boats um the smallest little boat I've ever been on and the waters were so rough that day Mm. I feel like probably they should have canceled the tour but I'm really glad they didn't because it was the only day I could do it so oh awesome on the one hand I'm glad it worked out and they didn't cancel it but it was so so rough that yeah there was just water filling up like halfway through the boat and I my back like I remember bouncing up and down and just just hurt so much and everyone was seasick I wasn't because like (laughs) <laughs> you're just I'm just a bad an adventurer yeah. extraordinaire <laughs> I just got this um but yeah it was just like it wasn't great um but the scariest part was so they told us it was about like 15 minutes mm. and I don't know if it was because I was a little anxious or what that it felt longer but it felt like a good like 45 50 minutes I don't know if it was the waters or what but it felt like a very very long trek oh. and the scariest part was um so they, it was a really big group. It was like 30 of us. And they had originally, I think there was only like two or three boats. So when they split us, uh, I thought they would do it evenly because that makes sense. But they didn't really do that. They kind of took most people on the other two boats. And there was just me and two other girls on this one little boat. Uh. And I was a little creeped out. I didn't want to be like a judgmental jerk and be like, mm, it's probably nothing. But I was a little creeped out because it was just like me and two other girls like in bikinis, like young girls and everyone else on all the other boats. It was a little bit noticeable and like, oh, Ugh. and then we had two guys on our boat and everyone else just had one person. So I was like, do we need two guys? Like it was it was just a little creepy. Yeah. And then and then so we left first and at first you could see the other boats, but then all of a sudden you couldn't see them at all. Like I, it was really clear. You could see the whole ocean oh. and there, I could not see the other boats anywhere. And I was like, where the hell are we going? Cause it was so long of a trip. Uh. Anyway. So I, yeah, it was just kind of creepy. Yeah. And then at one point I like complained my back was hurting. So the guy came over and like held my back and he was like, Oh, it's okay. And I was like, I don't, like, what do I, like, thank you. This is very nice of you. Thank you. But also I'm uncomfortable and I'm on a boat and I'm by myself. Like I can't get up. And I think, I think cause I'd had another sketchy experience on a boat recently. I was yeah. like a little amped up. Yeah. And like, um, I won't get into that one cause it's a lot of boat, boat stories but i actually got off the boat and swam across the ocean what yeah because i i just got scared i'm an anxious lady no way wait how far were you to i wasn't that far i waited until (laughs) so this was sketchy this this other the shark swimming story it was like i think i was just anxious because that had just happened a few days before right and they were a little bit touchy but they were actually super nice guys they were okay i really don't want to like Take that tour. I can't remember what it's called, but <laughs> Fiji. <laughs> Go Fiji. Um, we'll like link it. I don't know. How to podcast Yeah, I can work. do that actually. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't yeah. know. They were great. But yeah, the, the one before, a few days before, it was at my hostel and they had free 
lessons which was really good they had like free canoeing and like paddle boarding lessons which like obviously I'm gonna do this yeah and they had an instructor there on the like the hotel or whatever hostel resort thing and so he was like yeah I'll take you on a canoeing lesson and I'm like I mean yeah it's a free canoeing lesson you're the paid instructor I trust you you're hired by them and then he was just mm, it was just really creepy like once we got into the ocean he was super touchy he was like touching my legs he was like oh let me put some coconut oil on you because you have a really nice body for a tan you can get a tan and then I was kind of looking to the side like turned towards the side because I wanted to see the view I wanted to see the pretty ocean and the beach and everything and he was like turn to me I want to see you and I'm like I want to see the view (laughs) oh god so he was like creeping me out and just uh, yeah, and I, anyway, don't get on a boat because you can't get off those things, man. <laughs> you, if you're, you're getting trapped. on a boat, make sure you are close to the shore. Uh, Apparently, yeah. wow. Ugh. Anyway, that's creepy. I feel like you've had a lot of creeper stories in your life, but I mean, yeah. you've had a lot of crazy experiences that no one else. No, I mean to say you've been to Fiji and Amazon within a couple sentences is pretty crazy. Yeah, it's pretty awesome, dude. Okay, so I have to tell you guys, I Tabitha finds a way to go on these trips under like no budget at all. Please (laughs) tell us some tips on how we can travel like with you know minimal budget. Just have no standards. Just eat chips all day. Oh, barely, barely. <laughs> I starved myself a few days in a row. I'm not gonna lie. It was worth it. I will never um, forget though. Uh, may I just say when you were in Iceland and oh, I, that I thought was Amelia. That was a good. I think I think you're. Oh wait, about. no, maybe not Iceland. Sorry, no, um, Switzerland. Switzerland. Sorry, not Iceland. Switzerland. When you were in Switzerland, right? Yeah, was it Switzerland or Sweden? One of the places They're that's really expensive. expensive. You were so texting me both. and you're like, a McDonald's burger oh, or yeah. something. <laughs> it's like $20. Yeah. No way am I having this shit. I'm going to eat chips all week. <laughs> that was my, that was my, um, like go to when you're poor is you go to McDonald's, you can get fries for a yeah. pound. And in Switzerland, it was like, nah, it was Ugh. like 16 Swedish francs. Or I can't, uh, Swedish. Jeez. You know what I mean? 16 francs too. Yeah. Like Swiss, that's probably Swiss way francs. more than, than 20. It's than like dollars. 20 something, 20 something. But I think Whoa. it's actually more than the euro. I don't, I'd have to actually check. But Damn, dude. McDonald's. Pricey, yeah. Oh man. Right. <laughs> they had free water though, which is good. Free like, water? Free water everywhere. In Switzerland? Yeah. Cause really? they have really good, like the Alps. So the, they have oh. fountains everywhere and it's yes. good quality mineral water for free which everywhere else is really expensive so. is that why everyone's so young uh, or like don't mm-hmm. age in switzerland i heard that they're oh, I like heard that. yeah that their ability their longevity is long <laughs> <laughs> they just live a long time why am i trying to be fancy <laughs> i guess so they they know like they got their shit uh, can i am i allowed to swear yeah, yeah. I already did. Too. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they just got it together, you know? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I actually try not to swear, and then I'm like, eh, I'm just going to be me, yeah. you know? Because people are listening, I'm sure they'll appreciate, appreciate <laughs> me just being my ridiculous self, so. Apparently, people who swear are more trustworthy, so. Is that true? I don't know. I have The internet told me that. I guess it makes sense, because it's genuine. Yeah. Because that is kind of like against the status quo of, oh, you got to be polite. So yeah, you're not like forcing. Yeah, true. Oh, that's good to know. I like that. It's interesting. Um, Where are you planning on going next? Do you have any Um, adventures planned? 
A little bit, yeah. I'm going to Vancouver and I'm Banff. Oh, yeah. Actually, I have something to tell you. Sorry. I'm always interrupting you. Swoop. I'm going to stop. Swoop Airlines. Have you heard of it? I think you told me or someone told me. Yeah, because I just saw that to go to Vancouver, it's $250 round trip from uh, Hamilton. You have to leave from Hamilton. So it's like you have to drive a little bit. But yeah, it's not that far. It's only $250 round trip, man. I'm not That's joking. Crazy. Yeah. So, anyways, go it's on. Like over a thousand. I know. I everywhere else. It's like our version of Ryanair. They've uh, created our own I've Ryanair. Been hoping and wishing for Ryanair. Right. I know. I'm like Ryanair. Why haven't you expanded? Yeah. But yeah. I know that it's probably not the greatest idea. But I mean, swoops down it. So I'm excited. That sounds really good. Yeah. Sorry. I'm gonna check them out. You're going to Banff. You're going to Vancouver. Yeah. Well, Tell the us. only the way. A lot of how I get my trips, to be honest, is my mommy is great because she got, mm-hmm. she signed up for this credit card that it's like a really fancy one. I don't know. She's fancy. And they gave you just a free round trip in Canada for two people, which is really Wait, cool. So really? we got it free. Yeah. We can't afford afford this right now. Vancouver's. Well, I didn't know about that. If I knew about that, that would have been good. But, but yeah, oh. we got a free, a free trip round trip wait I th- you did tell me this but i didn't think it was for both of you i thought it was just for your mom whoa yeah. what credit card is this i don't know it's a uh, american <laughs> express i think it's one of their fancy ones she's been with them for a while oh see i said that i wanted to get an american express literally yesterday if you can this is a sign they got perks ma'am wow cool and yeah. it was to specifically to vancouver you guys chose vancouver it was anywhere in canada oh cool sick yeah so we're like the most far away expensive <laughs> we're milking it yeah might as well yeah. either that or newfoundland yeah one day i'd like to go yeah there too but i haven't really done canada very much so mm. i feel like yeah i should do that yeah i was gonna say i'm surprised you haven't done that like across canada uh train ride you know how people do that yeah you want to do that I want see to. in your eyes i want me yeah my mom really wanted to do it she always wanted to do the rockies train but it's, I think, three thousand dollars to. What? Yeah. Oh, come on. Like nah, nah. Should We're taking the bus. <laughs> there should be discounts for actual Canadians. You know, I yeah, think you know, it, it makes sense if people are touring here, but like not for us. We live here. Mm-hmm. You know, this is our country. Give us some perks. You're right. <laughs> That's why it's so hard. I I find it hard to travel here because yeah. so like fast and yeah, there's not much going on in the middle, and you kind of gotta. Yeah. It's just really expensive to get around. But, but it is also the second largest country in the world. So it makes yeah. sense. It's like the di- distance wise. And if they were probably like <laughs> typing in, <laughs> calculating the gas, like it's probably a lot. And that's why they have yeah. to charge more. So. I guess. But even like, sorry, Canada, but like even to go an hour away on the train is like 250 bucks. The places I've tried to go. Like Montreal. And in, yeah. In Europe for for like 30 euro, I can go three countries down. I know. So like, come on. No. You're right. You're we right, got to step though. it up. Yeah, you're right. That's true, actually. Man, okay. So I've been dying to talk about our adventures. This leads me to, Tap and I did like mini, well, mine was kind of like a mini Europe trip compared to yours because you like lived there for like a million years. But <laughs> we, when I went there, I, I was able to travel to Dublin, England twice because I went to London and Man- Manchester. Um, Ireland and Paris and France all for a grand total of $1,500 and that yeah. including the flight from here to Dublin. 
So that's pretty crazy. And yeah, and like just saying that out loud, like that's wild. That's like one. That's less than a month's rent in Toronto. <laughs> that's how you yeah. travel. You just don't have a life yeah. doing anything else but travel. <laughs> that's true. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's uh, that, so that, yes, that's, maybe that's a secret. But that, I, yeah. <laughs> I do think like the food thing, it was a secret for you. <laughs> you start yourself. A few, there's a few secrets. <laughs> I love it. Yes. <laughs> start yourself, have no life. Zero standards. Um, I think we would all have to disagree with the have no life point. I'm pretty sure you have a lot. I live my life in bursts, you know? I just like live it up and then I don't for a while. Yeah. You got to save that energy. That's true. And I mean, I mean, now you're just, you're going back to school, right? You just started school again. And do you want to talk about that? How, what? uh, So tell everyone Uh, what you're studying. uh, So I finished a, a college diploma it's uh-huh. recreation therapy nobody uh-huh. knows what it is but that's okay it's very cool i know what it is think, yeah <laughs> good, good job um so basically what you do is use different forms of recreation it's kind of like a little mix of like ot psych like ugh, sport i don't know like a little bit of everything it's really cool right so um you use different forms of recreation you can use drama music therapy art therapy uh sports like outdoor education we did a lot of like gar- i worked with people older adults a lot of them had like different forms of dementia so we did a lot of things like gardening and (sighs) crafts and stuff and yeah basically you just Hmm. work on you know um like people who have different levels of functioning whether it's cognitively or spiritually or physically or psychologically or you know yeah different areas and yeah cool it's interesting and so I finished that I didn't know you finished. Sorry. I thought that you were still doing it. Oh, that's because um, I'm trying to do more stuff. Gotcha. I just did a diploma, so I don't know how. Like, that's enough in life. But, <laughs> hey, honestly. Well, like, I mean, for this, like, to be to be qualified. But, but obviously. Yeah. Okay, so what, so have you decided what you'd like to do? Because, like, I feel like mm, your heart is in traveling, and you should... Yeah. Find a career where you could also travel, don't you think? I know. Yeah, that would be cool. Like, maybe you need to become, well, like you already are. You need to, like, maybe start promoting yourself as someone that can create recreational things for therapy for people around the world, and you can travel to them. That would be cool. Right? I think travel is, was, for me, my form of therapy. Mm-hmm. So I think it would be really cool to incorporate, like, a travel therapy thing. But that's there's a lot of logistics to it. Be oh, very, could you plan trips? That'd be really cool. Do that? If anyone wants to. <laughs> well, I told you I want to do my retreat. Maybe you'd, like... Yeah, stuff you like help that. help plan retreats, and then you go, and then... Because that's similar, because... Uh, actually, I don't think I've mentioned it on the podcast, but I want to do a retreat, and I, like, I'm very involved with Reiki and spiritual stuff, and... Um, yeah, and then we want to do it in destinations. Hey, you could be the on-site recreational therapist. Huh? Interesting. <laughs> okay. I could see I could a long-term. That. I don't know. That would be really fun, actually. Wouldn't it? I think so, actually. Yeah. Be, I'd like to have rec therapy. It's like it's not really that new. My teachers have been doing it for over 20, 30 years, but it's still kind of niche. Yeah. So it'd be really cool. Cause I think it's really important and it's everywhere. I was just working at a hospital and we were working with like surgeons and doctors and like it's, it is definitely getting more recognition, but wow. I just want it to, you know, 
be more known. That would be cool. Right. I think my brother used to do that when he was a kid. I think they had him in recreational therapy because he had a lot of aggression. Cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, I don't know if that. you remember him when we were in high school. Everyone has a crush. Yes. Well, oh, well, yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. But I think our brothers in particular went through phases. Boys. From what I remember. That's true. That's true. Boys. And then boys without fathers as well. Like, well, not that I without a father, but um, yeah, my father is alive and he's here, but we just don't see him as often as a father living at home. You know, <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. All right. Well, um, uh, I wanted to talk more about our adventures. Do you have a favorite memory uh, from where? Where have we even been? I was trying to remember. We've been. We went to Florida to the Harry Potter theme park. Oh, yeah. That was amazing. That was really fun. You I know? I love how nerdy. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, go for it. You're my guest. <laughs> Just how, thank you, um, how nerdy we are that we're like, okay, so the Harry Potter world is opening. We need to go a week before it opens to the super extra nerd people <laughs> opening. Guys, we literally <laughs> bought tickets to have exclusive behind the scenes yeah. passes to the Harry Potter theme park before it opened to people. But you know what, though? That was a crazy deal that we found. Yeah. Universal had some crazy deal. Or I don't, maybe it, it wasn't was even not Universal. It was expensive for what no. it was. For four people, you got. You got three-day passes into both of the parks, both of the Universal parks. So that's usually they're like $100 a pass. And then... And then also it included the hotel. And remember we got those welcome packages and we were like fighting over it? (laughs) I do not. You You remember the owl and like the letter that we got? The Harry Potter owl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. What happened to that? Who kept Uh, it? Did you keep it? I don't know. I don't think I have it. Probably Stuart. Mm, I think Stuart kept it. Yeah. Because I think he like he orchestrated it all. So you're like, you can have the owl. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But yeah, that was a fun adventure. And and then we got caught in like a tornado. Do you want to tell that, that was, story? That was more we were stupid in a tornado or a hurricane. I think it was a hurricane. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. Hurricane, <laughs> not tornado. It was more I wish. we were stupid. But <laughs> but I, I cherish it. It was hilarious. So yeah, there was just a big pour, downpour of rain. It was just bad. Well, we went in June, right? Or July. Yeah, it was. So. It happens. Yeah. It's common. But um yeah we were I don't know we were like kind of hiding somewhere like where there was a little bit of shelter and just kind of had decided we're staying here for like five hours because we're not going out there Mm. and then me and Melissa remembered we had our chocolate frogs in our room and we're like "Mm." (laughs) I know we're safe here from the hurricane but (laughs) there's also chocolate like just like a 10 minute walk (laughs) so I mean, I can't remember. Did we have an umbrella or did we just nah, run for it? Not nah, because it was kind of out of. Right. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't out of nowhere. I think prepared people probably knew it was coming. But right. For us, we just. Right. We caught. were just sitting there because I remember I was reading to you the my my children's book that I had just written at. That was like the first stage. And I remember then it started pouring like crazy. And then, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I love us. And I remember (laughs) we're just so committed to this chocolate that we were in the hotel room completely drenched. And we had our little chocolate frogs and they came in this really cute like little chocolate frog uh, box. It's like golden and blue. And Mm. we need to keep it pretty. So we hid it in our shirts like we were pregnant. Remember we were like taking pregnant. (laughs) We must protect this in the hurricane. (laughs) Screw us. Like it doesn't, our health doesn't matter. Like our (laughs) 
Yeah. That's true. We were soaked, but we protected the chocolate frogs. Yeah. Wow. It's great when you're able to, like, when you have a friend that's a part of the memory, so then they can, like, tell you their point of view. Because I remember certain details, and you remember certain details of that day, you know? Like, and I that, remember, forgot about that. like, slipping and falling down the stairs. Oh, yeah. Because it was soaked, right? It was so slippery. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's awesome. And then we've also done a gondola ride together, guys. That was a pretty spectacular uh, memory for me in Venice. That was cool. And we wrote letters to Juliet in uh, Verona. And and we got replies. We did. Ours were pretty intense, uh, the replies. Wait, was yours like quite aggressive? I feel like one of ours was like, girl, get your act together. (laughs) Probably. I think mine, because I was... I don't even remember what it I was. feel like it was yours because I feel like kind of like girl just live your independent life like what are you doing just <laughs> don't worry about it <laughs> what's the movie from that that started know. this there's some movie with the girl from Mean Girls um, um the one that plays Karen yeah I know I think it is called Letters to Letters Juliet. to Juliet yes and basically guys if uh, you don't know about this if you go to Verona in Italy and uh there there's like a spot where you can write a letter to Juliet like from Romeo and Juliet and it's right in front of the replica of what the ta- like the tower that she would have stayed in if the book was real and yeah, Shakespeare had ever been to Verona yeah yeah had, had he I don't know we don't know yeah we, we have no idea we <laughs> didn't pay much attention on this trip. definitely didn't but it was we were just in La La Land, and so we wrote letters to Juliet, and uh, yeah, you can do that. It's so cool, and then they actually responded. I remember when you got your response, and I was like, why didn't I get a response? You got a, didn't you get a response? I did, but like months later. It like, takes a while. Yeah, it took a while, but yeah. it was we funny. Used to get a lot of people. Yeah. You know what? I actually take it back. I think my girl was more aggressive, because I think at the time... Do you remember when we were on the Europe trip and I was like, I don't think my boyfriend loves me. And there's this new guy that like is interested in me. She definitely was like, pick a guy, girl. (laughs) Yeah. But that was but like that trip, though, I literally my my boyfriend at the time did not call me once that whole trip. I messaged him like, no, I miss you. I love you. Thinking of you like nothing. That always used to happen when we were on trips. So Oh, immaturity, you know. Yeah. Now I'm with a mature, yeah, <laughs> um, sophisticated male. Kind of, <laughs> not really. We're all. No, I'm. You, I'm very mature. My, immature still as well. We all are. We're all kids at yeah. heart. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So we did. We're good now. Juliet steered us in the right direction. I she think. did. She yeah. did. It's all because of her. She's good. <laughs> so we needed that tough love. <laughs> we do we really do actually we've come a long way and actually one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is guys like this is actually amazing that have this here sitting with me talking to me because in high school I swear I didn't hear you talk until like a year in I swear to god Tabitha used to be very shy and she like didn't talk that much you were super quiet and like observatory observatory is that that correct did I use that properly observing Mm. I'm trying to uh, observant I'm very observant well, I don't you know are not that is. an observant. I'm not observant. Observant is when you have like a keen eye and you notice things. Like that's not a thing. But I know what you mean. Like, the listening. Just, what's the the word for saying that you were you're con- you're listening? Yeah, like you're observant. auditory. Yeah, like yeah. Okay, Words. we should go back to school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, I called it 
Did you ever read The Perks of Being a Wallflower? I did. I loved that book in high school. Great book. It was very, at the time, I really related to it. I just kind of absorbed everyone else's stories and wasn't really participating. Like in the end of the book, he says, I'm going to try to participate more. And I think that was kind of the the catalyst for me to go on adventures was that I kind of just completely did a 180 and was like, screw this. I want to participate because I felt like I missed out on quite a lot because I was just kind of observing the world and I was like nah that, enough I'm gonna make up for it now I'm on the other end of the spectrum where I'm like I need to do everything <laughs> it's a little bit of a problem <laughs> hey I understand that though I feel like because in high school I was always dancing on like the weekends and like uh, I would have anxiety so I wouldn't hang out with people that often until grade 12 I feel like I missed out so when grade 12 happened and I, I like I feel feel like I I put all of the high school experiences like all in one because for the first three years I just wasn't really doing anything. But yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, but, but I was gonna. Okay, you got there. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm glad I got it over with because there's some people that are our age that are now like trying to like party it up and like get uh-huh. it out of the system because they didn't as kids. And it's like I think that's actually important. I think mm-hmm. you need to go on adventures and explore as a kid so that when you get to a certain age, like you're like, okay, I'm good. I'm content. We're kind of there. We're not there yet. Maybe. Are we? I'm kind of. I don't think I was ever like the part. Like, I don't know if I. But yeah, I know what you mean. You got to get it out of your system. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not like part. Like, I don't mean like. But just like live your like youth life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like how you imagine youth life being like and how when you like if what you're interested in, like live it up. Like don't. Yeah. Participate. Like you said. I love that. What do you think like snapped you? Oh, I guess you said Perks of Being a Wallflower got you I in guess. that was part of it and then I had one of my friends she was well you were also really helpful you gave me a lot of like self-help books and stuff and they were like yeah you know what I'm like, that's true I do that did. to You're all my great. friends yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm good. always giving away I'm like read yeah. this so we can talk about it yeah that was very <laughs> helpful and then just one thing I remember particularly was one of my friends who said something I think at this time I was just this was more of like a depression thing like I was mm. just not doing anything like I refused to do anything in life um not refused I like you know, just yeah. couldn't. And of yeah, one of my friends just said, you need to change something or you're going to miss out on life. And I'm like, uh, I don't want to do that. Okay. Okay. Aww. I'll change something. And then I just said that back to her, um, yesterday actually, because she, we kind of almost swapped and she's like, Oh wow. I said that. Damn. Like I should take my own advice. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Ain't that so, the case, eh? Yeah. I guess. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. Yeah, actually, I mean, one of the things that we've bonded over the years is that we both have sort of struggled with anxiety and depression and whatnot. And can you tell anyone about something that has helped you sort of snap out of it? Because I don't think you deal with mm. it as much as you did before. And I certainly don't anymore. Uh, oh, go, you now? go through phases, I think. But I think I'd still say I'm like a little anxious, but I don't know if yeah. it, it doesn't really stop me from doing things. I mean, like, I, yeah. I still get scared, but like, screw it. I don't care. Right. I'll still do all of it. Yeah. So I think that's cool. Um, well, you did cognitive behavioral therapy, right? Didn't that not help you? That was okay for me. I, yeah. I know it's a good, it is a really good thing to do. Um, it's very well known and very Yeah, it works fact. for some people. Works yeah, for, but for me, it was for kind of a little bit like, I don't know. I just wasn't really working because cognitive behavioral therapy is a lot about your thoughts and it's like kind of if you can kind of control your thoughts or choose your thoughts it will like make your you feel differently and then you'll behave differently but I was kind of coming from more of like I guess a trauma past so like the whole Mm. think better thoughts 
I was just getting annoyed at it. I was kind of like, nah, like I don't want to think better thoughts. I'm pissed and I, I just want to be pissed. So I guess I needed something else. Um, and I did eventually find other things that helped with that. Um, but like I what? Think, oh, it was just another a therapizer, as I call a little therapist who understood that more. And she's like, I think you needed to do this before you could do the like I see the so, CBT stuff so talk therapy was really good for you yeah I think so it was like she did like inner child stuff mm. and I don't know mm. I don't remember what she called it I've never seen it at first it was a little bit I was a little skeptical I was like what is this mm. but it worked in like a week <laughs> it was like instant I don't know what she did wow. but it was like it was well I guess I kind of know what she did she just yeah just like healing your inner child thing like so it's thing. it's a uh, like a program it uh there's a name for it. i can't remember I okay can't remember. if you can remember know. yeah maybe i'll leave a link to it in the podcast down like you know in the description box for everyone that's listening yeah yeah if you can find out that'd be cool that's a i've never heard of this this sounds awesome mm-hmm. that was really helpful and then obviously like it did help tremendously really quickly but you still need to it's a you know long-term thing mm. and so after that i did just my own stuff on my own and it's a lot of work but yeah. I like it so it doesn't really feel like work and I feel like mm. yeah it's it's fun right it is. It's, it's fun so to fun. learn things about yourself I, you know yeah. all the self-improvement stuff it's yeah like, Tabitha actually sent me a link uh well, well actually no you didn't send me a link but you were saying that you wanted to do uh this test well okay I was confused but maybe you can explain it um a test where I honestly tell you about Uh, you and you honestly tell me about me what was that about oh that was just a video I saw on how to be self-aware okay I was trying to find that I couldn't find that video I'll send it to you okay Um, it's from what's the YouTube channel called again charisma yeah it's actually like random it's not really about he talks about that stuff, but it's called uh, Charisma on Command, I think. Yeah. My phone's ringing. I'm so unprofessional. Don't worry about it. Oh, I didn't it. even hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You're, see, you're tuned in because you know the, the ringtone. I didn't even hear it. I, I thought it was from outside. Vibrate. Yeah, you can go get it if you want. No, that's okay. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So Charisma on Command, he just, I don't know how I found He was just on the YouTube. Same. Tabitha and I, actually, the same day, we both discovered Charisma on Command. If you don't know who he is, it's this YouTuber that, for some reason, I don't know, YouTube was promoting him that day because we both, like, weren't even in conversation about it and both got, like, recommended to see it. And it's this awesome YouTuber that sort of just sort of, like, deciphers people's behaviors that kind of make them likable or you know, a good interviewer. The Oprah one was awesome. And it made me think, oh God, I got to stop talking over people, even though I've done it a million times in this episode already. <laughs> what, the, the Oprah? What? Yeah, Oprah just really lets people talk. Oh yeah, and she's got some kind of open thing. Like you just want to, yes. I think I, I just want to like sit on her lap and like tell her my problems. <laughs> and cry with her. Yeah. Because she'll exactly. cry with you. Yeah. That's what he said. They said that she's very vulnerable herself. And so she like, she'll go there with you, which makes you very, you know, open to yeah. letting out your stuff. Some people just naturally have that. Yeah. It's so what really was, cool. sorry, explain that thing again. The self-aware. Sorry, it's a little sidetracked. Um, uh, yeah. So he was talking about how to be more self-aware. And one of the things he said that you can do is that uh no matter how much you think you know yourself you're still gonna be a little bit you can't really fully see yourself the way other people see you right so one exercise you can do is with a friend that you trust that knows you well he had a list of questions 
and just create a safe space where you can openly say these things and you're not allowed to get mad at each other. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, you just honestly tell each other things. And some of the questions were, were, what do you think that I'm hypocritical about? Or hmm. what's an unkind thing that you thought but you didn't want to say? Things like that that are really hard to hear that I would be like, eh, I don't, I don't want to know, but I kind of want to know. Huh. <laughs> I, I feel like know. you would totally get mad though. I don't you? think I would. No? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I don't know. I, don't, I, don't know. I think that might be hard for me and you to do, though, because I'm, I'm not around you enough. And yeah, I it would see be you more. It'd be more that I think, like, if you were to ask, like, I don't know, an employee that you work with because you see them every day or, like, yeah. you know, I don't know. Or maybe. But I'm down. It sounds yeah, fun, right? It's, it's still, like, scary, but also... So scary. I, You know what, though? Honestly, idea. like, yeah, learning learning stuff about yourself and growing is is uh, is fun, I think. And these yeah. self-help books are awesome, right? Do you have a favorite self-help book that you love? Um, I don't think so. I don't know. Favorite book that you're reading right now? Oh, I'm such a bad re- reader. I say I I thought you read a lot no yeah I have that like or I haven't read in so long I love reading but I just I don't know I just don't have the time I guess I don't know that's an excuse no I I know know what you mean I know but like since we've been getting older it's like especially with our phones or I'm just I feel like I don't have the attention span as much yeah exactly I think that's what it is just quick YouTube videos and quick little stimulation yeah and now just reading a full book it's like can't you talk to me and like do this in 10 minutes like I don't have three days for you I don't know it's not good two weeks in my case (laughs) it takes me so long to read dude don't you think that that, that's like a sign when you just step away from the phone yeah no I hate it I hate it I'm trying to get back into the reading thing yeah yeah okay Oprah moment okay what is something (laughs) you know to be true (laughs) Um, what do you mean? Like in general in life? Yes. It's very <laughs> spiritual, this question. I just, uh, I, uh, I really want to say like, I don't know, two plus two is four, but that's not <laughs> the answer you want. I don't know. Is there, is anything really known to be true? I don't know. Cause I think everything is kind of on a spectrum. Totally. Everyone's perspective of it. It's not really right. Reality is just viewed. I know. And I, I, don't, I know yeah. Oprah has a book called, I think it's called that. And I do think it's funny because yeah, I think that, that I feel that way too. I find it interesting. And I wonder if like the, the climax of the book, she says nothing <laughs> can be true, like completely true because we all have different perspectives. Like I feel like maybe that's the point of that. Yeah. I don't know. I think so. For some things, I mean, there's like the laws of physics, obviously, but as far as experiences or like actual, I don't know. I don't know if anything really is anything. Yeah. Does it always blow your mind? Well, it it blows mine, but I don't know if it like it blows. Does it blow your mind when you think of something a certain way and then you ask for someone's opinion and it's like totally different than yours? Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's weird, right? I was in a fight with my boyfriend last night, like a really bad one. And I was just so in my head convinced that I was right. And I know all. And he really like, he, he brought me back down to earth and he saw, he like, I, it took me a while, probably a couple hours, <laughs> but I eventually saw his perspective and I went, whoa, 
never thought of it that yeah. way. That's cool. It's That's cool yeah. when people can do that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I, think, I feel like it happens to everybody at some point. Yeah. But... Yeah, I don't know. But that's an admirable thing that you're the type of person who will eventually, even if it doesn't happen right away, I think it's normal that you're going to be defensive of it at first. True. But that you're open enough to having your opinion changed, I don't think that's super common. No? I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe I'm just hanging around people who are like that. But Hmm. I just have a hard time sometimes with just people refuse to change their opinions on things i can be like that sometimes too yeah no for sure as i said right i think it's really it's admirable that you're open to but i think it's more like i mean the stakes in terms of how high the stakes are like i'm i'm open to really figuring like i want to get to the bottom of this fight because i love my partner and i don't want him to feel unloved and clearly there's a miscommunication so may- maybe it's just that I'm, co- I'm coming from like a problem solving perspective. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes people just they don't care enough that they don't, you know, they don't want to see the other person's point of view because they don't care to solve it. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. But yeah. life's weird. Tabitha and I were having such a great conversation the other day over text. And we were like, like, ah, oh, the meaning of life. But we were talking about that phrase. I'm too lazy. And how as a kid that was so popular. I think it still is. Uh, (laughs) it's just a little realization that we had that yeah I've always called myself lazy but I think there's there's probably more behind that I don't think it is just laziness but just you had the like insight of remember as a kid how it was such a cool trendy thing to say to everything was nah I'm too lazy like I remember my friends being like hey can you pass me that pen like nah I'm too lazy so cool just like every little thing and we said it all the time and we brainwashed ourselves <laughs> and we were just talking about the fact that our whole generation is really like highly unmotivated to do like to not sorry not even just unmotivated cause actually um, not I can't speak generally for everyone but I think um, more that as like a collective a lot of our generation isn't like gives up on things fast and yeah. like doesn't commit full throd to things like we'll start things and then we you know we just sort of stop like the whole um I'm definitely like that I don't know yeah. I think a lot of people aren't but I'm definitely <laughs> I'm like that yeah well so, I can I can be like yeah. that too and it's and it's frustrating when I catch myself I'm like man but mm. I'm having such a hard time committing and it hurts and it's I'm bored and mm-hmm. yeah yeah I don't know I think things like not to brag but like things came pretty easily to me when I was little like, yeah me too I was just good at school and stuff and <laughs> that's I never, true I never had to work very hard mm. so I don't even know what my full effort is I've never oh, really wow. I've never really done my full effort not even in dance I don't think really? so like not really because now when I I think because I loved it even I obviously tried but it wasn't it didn't feel like super effort if that makes any sense right I don't know now when I find myself really having to put full effort into stuff I'm just like oh right like it just feels so foreign doesn't your body like hurt I'm like oh I have no energy to do this I just yeah what is that it's like I physically can't do it right so is that like I don't know weather thing because we've had really crappy weather we always <laughs> she had, like there could be so many reasons but truly I just think we're all brainwashed to believe that we're too lazy and the secret probably, probably is to what's what's the counter of that I'm uh, for me I decided I'm worth the effort 
I'm going to put in the effort. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that was because mine. Because I'm it, worth it. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> it just kind of became an affirmation without us trying right. to put. Yeah. Um, it's cool, right? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I like when we have like little things like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, we've talked a lot about your adventures. We've talked about depression. We've talked about everything except oh, for spiritual beliefs. I don't know why I need to be very dramatic right now. But <laughs> I love all my hair flips. But yeah, I honestly, I don't usually do this. I think it's because I'm so comfortable with you that I'm just like being my extra self. (laughs) But um, okay, so what do you uh, what do you think the purpose of (laughs) of life is? Oh, God, I don't know. Are you spiritual at all? I mean, Um, I know I I know the answer, but for the purpose of everyone else listening. I don't know. How do I how do I do this? Okay, how do I do this? How do I? It's such a like broad question. I know. I used to be very, very much like, nah. I am hundred percent an atheist. I don't like. I believe in all these things like science, 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 logic. Everyone else is like, nah. like, <laughs> like that's how I was, and it was a little bit. It was just a little too much and over the top, and I just ended up being kind of mean and judgmental. And huh. yeah, um, I can't really force myself to be to not to believe in stuff that I just I still come from that background of like I don't know I'm very like I don't know I still have that like atheist brain in my brain that's like I can't believe things if they aren't like proven right but I think I'm becoming more spiritual as I get older just in a I don't know like yeah (laughs) just you're buying the rocks becoming more in tune with just feelings i guess from aside from the rational cognitive right uh perspective and just meditation kind of gives you that Mm -hmm. the whole like one with the universe thing a few years ago to me that would have been like what that doesn't make any sense that's so like i don't know like out there and yeah what does that even mean but it does make sense yeah like we're all on the same universe and we're all kind of on very even though very different paths we're kind of on similar paths like we all share the experience of life yeah even you know like we're in the same like humanity journey and with everything really like even I don't know I feel like I can relate to like an ant on the ground because I don't know like I can I can relate to that like maybe that's crazy and people are like you're a weirdo because I've always been like a nature person but like when you see them like running away it's like oh I get it you have instincts for survival same like right you know like you're clearly experiencing like fear I don't I don't know how you're maybe you're it's not fear because it's a different ant equivalent yeah like it's a similar like it's that same experience that we're all going through on the earth i don't know oh wow any sense at all makes total sense and i love what you just said that's thank you that's very cool i mean you've (laughs) always been very empathic and you know Uh, you're vegetarian for how many years so since yeah since beginning of high school before then right i don't know i was like 12 yeah well i can't even imagine it's been two and a half years and yeah i just i never thought i would ever be here it's wild yeah but that's cool I love that's a great answer man and I mean thank you honestly like you can feel energy that's kind of what I what's what got me to be more spiritual and be more open to questioning life and questioning everything is because it, it you can walk into a room and you can know intuitively I don't know how but you can know whether you're walking into an angry environment a happy environment oh, yeah 
sad environment, you know? So like that there's things that we don't know and there's things that we don't know. We don't know, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so we, I, I think just that very idea and the fact that we can feel that there's just so much that we haven't figured out yet. And how it's can just, you not be open? You know, it's your brain. It's just so cool. It's like, the, it is it instantly recognizes these things because it wants to stay alive, right? Like you want to stay alive. So right. if you can't instant, instantly, I'm struggling with words now, um, recognize that someone's angry or a threat. Yeah. You would be, you know, the dead caveman. Right. So, right. Seriously. Yeah, intuition is like for reals. Yeah, it is. Okay, cool. Well, before we finish, I want to pull a card for you. So this is, I actually didn't use this cards when you came over to my house recently. I used another deck. Um, this is called The Wisdom of the Hidden Realms by Colette Baron-Reed. Cool. And for everyone listening, um, I said in my, maybe two episodes ago, that I was going to reach out to Colette. And she did respond, well, her publicist responded, and she cannot come on the show at this time, sadly, because she's very mm-hmm. busy. But Colette, if you're ever listening in the future, um, I love your cards. Everybody loves your cards. And I would love to talk to you about everything spiritual yeah, and Yeah, do angels. it. It's really fun. And you get fun dip. Yeah, and I give fun. Actually, that's a new thing because you're you. Uh, I have decided that I want to have like a little like gift basket of some sort. Oh, Not sorry. like I'm basket. Like fun dip. Fun Come on my ship. Actually, that's kind of funny though. Yeah. Come on. You, you can eat it right now if you I want. Will. Yep. I forgot. I almost forgot. Okay, so um, do you have a question or do you want to just Ooh, know just something? Oops. Uh, <laughs> I got excited. A question? Um, or you can just ask for, um, you know, what do you need to know right now? I don't, what do you What do you think I need to know? Just tell me what you think. Oh. That's what I want to know. Who are you speaking to? I don't know. This lady. <laughs> I like the necklace, by the way. It's cute. It's cute. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> we used to cute. just talk like that all the time. It's cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, one memory. I just remembered. Do you remember FarmersOnly.com? Oh, my God. That was amazing. Okay. I wonder if that still exists. Uh, Americans, maybe you can confirm, American listeners out there, um, if farmersonly.com exists, we should make an account. Why don't we just look it up? We can just look it up. We should make an account. <laughs> it's basically a Tinder that. for farmers. <laughs> We're not farmers. They're not farmer hick- hookups. That's true. You probably need to like, ma- you need to verify that you're a farmer. I wonder what their <laughs> verification <laughs> process is like. Do you own a cow? So yes. No. That's that was just the best ad ever. Like, do you feel like you can't connect over people who don't have cows or something? Like, I don't know. It was just yeah. So it was like yeah. D- and there there was two guys. There was a guy and a girl, and they were both on horses. And at the end of the ad, they were holding hands. Yeah. It was something <laughs> like, do you feel like you connect better with your horses than you do people? Yeah. Something totally. like that. It was the best. And this was in 2014. So. Yep. Uh, but I feel like I feel like they've got to be still nuts. around because Florida it's amazing. Has Florida does have good commercials and good food and Krispy Kreme, obviously. Oh, okay, yeah. so as we were talking, uh, mm-hmm. this card flew out, and funny enough, it has the girl from this picture, and it's yeah. funny that you noticed her necklace. Because what we always say is any thoughts, feelings, sensations, and ideas that come to you while I'm telling you what 
you need to know uh, from the card is relevant. And so also looking at this picture is relevant to what you possibly need to know as well. So maybe okay. you have a necklace that looks like that that has to or maybe someone's going to give you oh, a necklace. I'll that, take that. Right. And uh, or yeah, it could be could mean like a significant necklace from like, I don't know, a grandparent or something. But anyways, so I'm going to pull that one flew out. So that doesn't count. I'm going to pull oh, you. Okay. <laughs> it counts for you, but I just mean it doesn't count in terms of me pulling a card. I want to pull it. There we go. Um, okay. The Lady of the Mirror is what came out. And what's that one called? This one? This is the Altar Priestess. Altar Priestess. Okay. And that's number 39. Okay. So number 39 is the one that came, flew out of the deck. So... Here we lipstick go. Lipstick all over my fondant. Oh, well, you know, so tastes classy. better. Oh, well, I kind of like the taste of lipstick. Is that weird? No, some lipstick, not so much, but some like, yeah. I right? used to eat my lip gloss. <laughs> okay, I want to go that far. Oh, yeah. eat lip gloss. I yeah. Commit. I commit. Yeah, like Bonnie Bell's, those lip oh, smackers. Yeah, yeah. Damn, so good. Okay, the altar priestess. The stage is set and the world is waiting for you to take your place in sacred meditation and prayer. Interesting. As your ally, the altar priestess brings the ritual of reverent interaction with the mundane world. Huh. You're being required now to see everything as sacred, all of life as a meditation, and every action as a prayer of devotion. When you're able to perceive the world in this way, your question will be led to you, will, will lead you, sorry, to the appropriate answer. If all is sacred, how can anything be wrong? Ask how you can shift your uh, your consciousness to see your circumstances through the eyes of the divine, and you will realize how perfect and sacred everything is right now. Wow, I like that. that's I've been a beautiful to, message. Yeah, it's beautiful. I've been trying to do the whole appreciation thing and seeing everything. Ah, from a place of gratitude. So that's very relevant to you. Yeah, awesome. Nice. And the whole I think there was something in there about everything's good or something like that. But just um. Yeah, I was learning about non-duality and how there's nothing's really good or bad. Everything's on a spectrum, and yep. how you know sometimes you feel I'm so I'm a terrible person because I did this horrible thing. It's like, nah, you're probably not though. You just did a terrible thing, but yes. you're not a terrible person. Right, and that was huge for me. Yep. Yeah. Do you think that's like a little bit of our like Catholic beliefs from since we were a kid? Our because guilt. yeah. <laughs> well, no. Uh, in terms of like, there's so many of my Catholic my my friends that went to Catholic school as like children. They have expressed to me that they often see things as good or bad. And like, and it's, and it's interesting. It might not have anything to do with Catholicism. It could just have everything to do with the types of people that I surround myself with. But, um, it's more that, yeah, they, like, uh, like I would see something as being honest is good. Not being honest is bad. Yeah. Right. And, and it'd be so black and white and, and then, and there wouldn't leave gray area for sometimes, like being honest can also be bad if you're yeah. too honest. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, that Catholicism is pretty much built on that, like heaven and hell. Yes. Oh, there's I never really, thought of it like that. I mean, that. there's purgatory, but there's really not, like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like light bulb moment. You're right. Yeah, I never yeah. thought of it like that. That's true. Like so do you, do you feel like you were like that? Yeah, I think so. Just without, I mean, now that I say it, it's pretty obvious. It's like such an obvious thing to be like, obviously you did a bad thing. doesn't mean, mean you're like a terrible. Yeah. But it, it was a subconscious <laughs> thing. Right. You don't really realize it. And I think it helped a lot just with anxiety because yeah. I would kind of jump to, if I was in a scary situation, I would jump to the worst possible scenario. Oh. Like, 
okay, so there's like someone's looking at me weird. I'm going to die. Like he's got like seven knives and I'm just like, that's it. It's the end of the world. Like that's how terrible my anxiety brain was. That was a little bit of, I wish I could say that was an exaggeration. <laughs> no, I, I'm laughing because I know that's not an exaggeration. I know how you used to like, you're like, I'm dying. That's it. It's uh, over. That's it. Like it's dead time. But, but yeah, it's just like, or like social anxiety. Like, oh, I said something stupid. They hate me. It's done. I'm never going to see them again. Oh, I, I like, would think that too. That's social yeah. anxiety though, man. Yeah. I like, I'd say one thing. I'm like, oh, that's it there. They're yeah. done with me. <laughs> Nobody likes me anymore. Everyone exactly. hates me. Wow. And yeah. And it's so dumb because we're not like that. Like if other people say yeah. stupid things, I don't care. Like people don't care. Right. Yeah. No one actually cares. Yeah. Exactly. And even when you do stupid things too, like people are like for a second, oh, that's weird. And then they get over and they're back in their own heads thinking about their own life. You yeah. know? Exactly. And so just in general with anxiety, like if something is, I don't know, if I notice I'm getting a little scared or anxious or something, it's like, okay, maybe something a little off might happen, but I'm probably not going to die. It's probably not going to be the worst. Like it might just be someone might be, I don't know, a little, I don't know, like, you know what I mean? Yes, I know what you mean. They might just be like, oh, that was a weird thing you said and not care. Like that's Mm -hmm. the end. It's not. Yeah, that's when I had that realization, too, it actually brought me a lot of peace. And it's good to remind yourself when you're worrying about something. You're like, okay, am I worrying about being late to something? This happened yesterday. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be late and I'm rushing. And I'm like, who cares? That's a big one. No one's going to die. It makes me so anxious. Yeah, because it's like plugged into you that like if you're like you're rude, you're disrespectful, you know, but truly no one's going to die. And that's where I'm at. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel about that these days. I know because I was late to hear. Whoops. And I felt so bad. And you're just so like fine about it. But but it does feel bad. It feels like I'm like disrespecting your time. And it's like, I promise I do care about your time. I just. Yeah, it depends, I think. It depends. Life yeah. happens. You were on a streetcar and that was out, that out of your control. So it's like, yeah. it's like, can you control this? Can you speed it up? You can't. It's like I could you have left half an hour earlier. Oh God. And then you would have been but here like, half an hour early. Yeah. And I was like, eating my pho and I wouldn't have appreciated having to talk to someone while I was watching Vanderpump Rules. So no, it worked there out. There you go. So you're See? welcome. I'll be late more often. <laughs> oh. But I just mean like everything happens for a reason, you know? Like what if you were rushing for 30 minutes earlier? And I mean, this is like extreme, but you got like hit by a car because you're like rushing like and people say this they say that like if you're stuck in traffic that maybe the like possibly it's possible that the universe wants you to slow down and that maybe you're late for a reason you know like maybe if you were on time something bad would have happened you know yeah I think it's a good opportunity to kind of slow down and be like is this the end of the world if I am late yes exactly exactly okay your second card lady of the mirror this oh, one. yeah, this lady. Yes. This lady, this <laughs> little girl. <laughs> it is pretty. It's very like Ariel from, it's it from like Little Mermaid. Okay, the, the lady of, <laughs> I know. The lady of the mirror is both ally and challenger, asking you to see yourself in the mirror mm. made by the events in your life. She represents the powerful force of the law of attraction and reminds you that you are, that what you are is what you attract. This isn't to say that you need to blame yourself for inviting transgressions or if you find yourself a victim of a big picture event, say a war. This is distorted. Inter- this is a distorted interpretation of this law. Certain events are fated to test our faith. Rather, find yourself within the web woven, woven <laughs> through your life, woven through your life, your relationships, opportunities, desires, seeming failures and successes. 
Observe how you've responded to life's challenges, great and small, and be aware of what is familiar in the present. Release all judgment and accept things exactly as they are with love. The Lady of the Mirror asks that you honor every part of your story as essential to your highest unfolding. Can you see yourself as being exactly where you need to be on your path? Do you love what you see in the mirror? Can you perceive your part in your reactions and the motives behind your current inquiry? You will find your answer in a thorough and honest self-appraisal. I love it. Wow. Actually, Good cards. Yeah, they're well written. I was going to tell you this. I don't know. You know, I didn't actually end up sending it to you. But that reminds me of this thing I was reading yesterday called Shadow Work. I don't know if you've heard about the shadow no. Which is kind of just the dark parts of yourself, of your personality. Oh. And how you, I think uh, like Carl Jung did a lot of like shadow work stuff about integrating it, how you need to integrate your shadow because otherwise if you don't, if you kind of like repress the negative parts of you, they're going to come out and you're not going to be in control of it. Oh. But if you kind of integrate it and accept it and not necessarily act on it, if it's, if it's something terrible, like, I don't know, for me, uh, I don't know what's one I can I can think of. Uh, I guess selfishness. Everyone's okay. a little bit selfish sometimes. I can definitely be a little selfish sometimes. So that's sure. one thing that I would put in my shadow self. Okay. And it's something I don't really like, so I kind of try to repress it and just think of myself as I'm a good person and just kind of put it aside, but it doesn't really work. Like, it's going to come out. And huh. so, yeah, what what they were talking about that I was reading about yesterday was just about kind of integrating it in a way that um, you don't go out and fully express it because that's a negative thing and you're going to lose everyone in your life. But oh. in a way that you kind of realize, okay, so selfishness, why is that? It's a self-preservation thing. It's it's kind of, there's a purpose for it. There's a reason for it. Like I'm not, my brain is trying to keep itself, you know, like mm. keep me alive and going and stuff. And yeah. So to kind of see it from that perspective and not really judge it and just integrate it within mm. yourself kind of thing or um yeah it was, it was really interesting and I had a list like I made a list of all my like shadow traits and then just kind of their like positive I guess attribute right and to just kind of work more on the positives and that would be kind of like Hmm. integrating it in a healthy way like another one for me was anger like sometimes I get really angry and like almost aggressive and I hate it but repressing it doesn't work it just kind of builds it up and so I wrote out what's that one so that one's more of like a passion usually if I'm angry it's about something really passionate about Hmm. or it's assertiveness like it's me wanting to stand up for something I believe in or for myself or for my needs or for like I'm trying to set a boundary but I'm not doing it right. Like I need to learn how to right. how to integrate the anger into assertiveness okay. or passion and express that kind of thing. But you're not oh. like dismissing it and repressing it, but you're also not acting on it in a harmful way. It's really interesting. Wow, that is interesting. I wonder, like, do you know of any techniques of how you integrate? Like besides... Yeah, I don't know like much. I just saw that. I can send you the video. Yeah, that would be great. Maybe I can include that too. I feel like we have so many things that people are going to be so interested in, you know, looking up. That sounds so cool. It's so fun. And uh, <laughs> as you're speaking of that, I'm like, oh yeah, my selfish shadow side came up last night. Mm. And I'm, uh, yeah, and it happens. And I'm glad that it did because I re- recognize that, oh yeah, that I forgot about that side. And we all have that. <coughs> we all have tons of 
personality traits that we would see as our shadow self. And last night I was like, okay, yeah, I need to like acknowledge that. Yeah, I'm not, you know, an angel. I have, you know, I can, I, I can be very selfish without realizing it. And so, yeah, but you, yeah. you have to be though, if you were completely selfless, you would not survive to be Jesus and you would, <laughs> Yeah, you have to be a little selfish sometimes. It's just doing yeah. it in a way that you're taking care of yourself but not harming other people kind of yeah. thing. And pick and choose because I think sometimes you should be selfish and sometimes you should be selfish. Sure, so I agree. So it's just, yeah, yeah. you got to just know them. integrate it, right? Right. Yeah. yeah, it's the right moment and you figure it out sort of. Yeah, but if awesome. you weren't being selfish, you wouldn't have stood up for your point and then you would have just right. built like, repress it and you would have ended up resentful which is the worst thing and that's what happened to me is totally like resentfulness kills everything it's better to just huh. be selfish than be resentful i think is the I thing think, i've learned i think that too actually yeah well i mean selfish is you can sort of i don't know maybe let go easier maybe but resent being resentful towards something it lingers for a long time and yeah until you let go of it really but yeah. i don't think it's as easy you got to be yeah. honest about it because sometimes I don't know, for me, it's, I want to, I want to be the type of person who lets things go and forgives. But mm. if I'm just not, I just need to be honest. I just don't forgive this. Mm -hmm. Trying to act like everything's okay. And I'm going to be the bigger person. I'm going to forgive. Isn't going to work. It's just going to come out. I'm just going to end up being like bitchy a week later because I didn't right. acknowledge that I'm actually, I just don't forgive this. Well, that's great and that you're sucks, able but... to like own your truth though, you know? Yeah. I think a lot of people don't though and then that's how yeah. you end up sure I am that person I honestly I do I struggle know. with that I struggle with wanting like I'm a people pleaser and I, and I struggle with wanting to like make the people around me happy and sometimes I don't speak up because I, it's from a place of being conflict avoidant and yeah. not wanting to have a conflict you know and that certainly I think that's what happened um, you know again last night with my fight with my boyfriend I you know I bottled it up and then it just exploded and it's better to just you know just do, it. do it well thank you so much for being here um last thing before you go can you tell everybody what your goal is so mm. she's going to put her goal or dream in the goals and dreams box yay what is it Okay, so I put, it's, it's kind of a cop-out, it's so general, but I put create something I'm proud of because I feel like oh. I have a lot of little goals. Like I always said I was going to write a book or I always said I wanted to, I don't know, do just little creative things, but I do that. I do little things, but I want to create like one good thing that you're proud of. Yeah, that's like fabulous that's a great that's goal all right so close that up okay. fold it and then you can open up the goals and dreams box we are recording this as well so if you want to see this beautiful process oh, of I her <laughs> doing this it's in video form <laughs> i'm making this sound way more special than it is it's just a box mm. that's pink and yellow and sparkly that's inside so cute. cool right it's like a little treasure box I it reminds it. me of the little treasure boxes from swish la do you remember those when we were kids. Oh, yeah, with the toys. Yeah. I missed that. Me had, too. Was that just Swiss Chalet or was that just like a common thing? I remember that being. It was It was Swiss Chalet. I mean, I think other restaurants maybe adapted, but I know, I think they sort of founded that. So sad they it don't was, do that anymore. That was I know. Childhood. I mean, not that I really go to Swiss Chalet anymore because I don't eat meat. Do you? No, fries, but I mean just in general for the children, you know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Do it for the children. <laughs> we feel bad for the children. Tablet, this has been awesome. 
was this fun. was such a fun podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I hope for you. Having me. Ugh, yes. And honestly, <laughs> uh, I want to finish on this note. Um, my favorite motto and the motto of the podcast is the grass is greenest where you are right now, which kind of goes hand in hand with your reading that says to enjoy the present moment and be grateful and whatnot. I was one of the cards. I can't remember which one, maybe the first one be a meditative and, and be aware that everything is beautiful. Was that, that was like the message, right? That was like the message. I say like way too much. Anyways, thank you so much for being here and guys, I hope you have a spectacular week sending you so much love, light and kisses. Namaste. Bye world. For more Namaste or to support the Namaste podcast, visit patreon.com slash Melissa Malati. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Melissa Malati.